0: Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay guys, so today I want to talk about this idea of money and our mindsets. And it reminds me of this reel I made a while ago, and it talked about like, what's the highest valued of currency? And you know, a lot of us think it's money. But really, it's like at the end of your life, it's the time you spent with the people you loved. It's the meaningful contributions you made it's the projects you chose to do because they were heart-led and it's the relationships that you cultivated along the way and so I think it's important to talk about money and mindset and get clear on what it what it what part it plays because I think a lot of us and I know myself growing up with not a ton of money I always thought I don't care about money and The idea that I didn't care about it made it less significant in my life. And I think that's what I thought um, being a whole and happy person was. But what I didn't always see, what shifted for me in my journey of being an independent stylist was realizing that my mindset and money created the possibility for the things I value most to be at the forefront of my life. And so It's not lost on me because of how I lived for so long that when I am, I had this moment the other day and it brings me literally to almost to tears because I'll be having experiences with my daughter that I know that the mindset and the way that I've set up my finances have allowed me to have. And I think that it's the rewiring of the part that money plays in the process. And when I think about, like the other day when I was out with my daughter on a Friday on a fireboat cruise with a friend of mine. And I was just like looking out at the city I live in. And I think uh, just remind, remembering like 19-year-old Lindsay and like the things that, um, that I get to do today that are possible. And I'm like looking at my little girl and I'm like, I'm on a fucking boat on a Friday at 12. And I'm like looking at the city that like I picked out of anywhere in the world to live, to live in and to get to see it from that vantage point and to see how so many other people were spending their Fridays. I was like, okay, at the marina, I'm like, is this a typical Friday? Like, is this what people do on Fridays? And I think what we, you know, you kind of go back to this mindset. We go back to what we believe is possible and it's what we saw and what we see. And so that's why I think it's really important for us to talk about it and to talk about, and that's, you know, like when we think about being in the salon and we think about the relationships we get to have, what an amazing vantage point into a world that maybe we've never seen that our clients expose us to. And I want to normalize, like there was a time where I thought my role was to uh, create space for my clients to you know have big lives but i want to normalize having a big life too and the thing that i found is that my clients and i like share resources back and forth like in the sense of like oh my god go to this restaurant stay at this hotel vice versa and i think that for me to feel confident enough to share that and i think i it even goes back to something that's like sticking for me right now is the way that as hairstylists, we feel we need to tell our clients where we're going, when we're going, and like when we'll be back from our vacation. I want to normalize having the mindset and the confidence in ourselves and the space we take up to just go on our vacation and like have an out of office on. I don't think that, I think a pro level person is like, running their business like a, like, like a business and like a, like a high end doctor's office. You know, like I, I, I know I've mentioned doctors before, but they're just, I think they're unapologetic because of all the work they put into their careers sometimes. And I feel like hairstylists have put a ton of work into their careers. And I think we could learn something from the way that a doctor's office runs. And then like, step it up a notch right but it's like a reference point so for instance I was going to the dermatologist I had started seeing a nurse practitioner she was having her third child I was confused about that but you know a lot of people want to have more kids than I do so that just that's a side note and then she was like yeah I'm having my third I'm thinking and you're gonna live in the city and you're gonna oh my god and then she moved to Florida so they canceled that appointment they called me a couple times to reschedule And then I didn't call back. So when I did call back, I'm like, okay, well, I'll go to Dr. Horn. He's the owner. Like, it's going to take me a while to get in with him. So, like, I get it. It's not like fun to go to have a mole check. So, whatever. So then I book that three months out or whatever. And then I get a call that he's going to be out that day, like a couple weeks ago. And guess what? I get it because he's a fucking human and he has a life. I was even like just thinking about like, what it's like to be scheduled out as far as so many of us are. It's like, we have to get comfortable inconveniencing people because it's the nature of the work that we do. And I'm someone who believes in being consistent and believes in showing up. But I went to call back to the end of the story. And I said, I would like to reschedule like Dr. Meyerhorn's going to be out and they don't have my backstory. Like they're not like, oh, there's a big office. They're not like, oh, you've been canceled on twice. No, they were like, yes. Yeah, so his next opening, <laughs> you're going to love this. January 10th, it was August 22nd when I called. And you know what I said? Sounds good. I'll go ahead and put me in. And the level of uh, confidence that we have to have as independent stylists because we don't have that front desk person, we don't have that buffer – but we could stand to learn something from that scenario because like surely I can get someone in before January. And I know he can't because he's, he's, he's booked like, and he like has a dog and likes to run. And like, I assume, I think a family, his wife's a doctor too. But at the end of the day, I think watching other people prioritize themselves when I'm doing it, it's like a, it's a win-win. I'm like, I got, I got you doc. I get it because I want to live my life and I want to do what makes sense for me and I think that as your mindset grows and as your ability to sit with the disappointments that other people put on you you have a a deep understanding and uh, of why people are doing what they're doing and I think when you have that for yourself you're able to have it for other people and you know when I think about over the years and I think about like what I believed I needed to do to run a, like for my business to be successful, air quotes, I thought that I needed to be strapped all the time seeing nine or 10 people when literally I probably just needed, and I didn't do this overnight, but I needed to double my prices and see half the amount of people. That was the honest to God reality of it. So when I think about the amount of business I had, I want to actually, and I'm going to do this I'm going to put together uh, some sort of visual chart of how many transactions I had versus and like the income versus now how many transactions I have. Because what I'm saying is it's like I slowly have like created less volume and created more experience and so I don't need the amount of people that I needed to make what I'm making. So for instance, when I went independent, I kept my base color just to give you a little context at $79. I'm just going to do that. 79. My base colors including gratuity are 240 now. That is what I'm talking about. And again, it didn't happen overnight. They went from 79 to probably like 82 cuz we do weird numbers when we're insecure. And then it went from like 82 to probably like 96 cuz that's a that's a good weird number. And then from 96 and these are all without gratuity included. And then I remember when I went to open my second studio, Lin May Studio, I said, I'm going to make it one stop, like all inclusive, and it's going to be 100. And that was like, oh my gosh. So now to be, I'll have to do the math on like what kind of um, percentage upgrade that is. But it's definitely a lot. And um, I got a lot better in the moment, like being able to be in the moment. And sometimes I think too, when it comes to like the mindset and money, like w- we, we haven't even said the word, but there's so much like behind that word that I haven't said. And it's, it's like kind of like she nets worth my course. It's like, I had to believe I was worthy of that price. And that what I provided was like that I, that I was allowed to, that I was, good enough like all these things and so when i think about our businesses and i think about like i thought that i had to see that many people because i think that that's what i thought needed to happen to be able to deserve earning what i was earning and as i've gotten healthier and as i've changed and rewired my brain i've re examined what a full day is and what it needs to look like and why it needs to look like that and like does making a living need to be hard because if you look at how I ran things you would you would say yes yes it does and now I look at what a full day is and like a full day for me gets to feel good and a full day can be three people whereas when I began my career a full day meant 14 and I think too, when you look at your schedule and you look at your business, don't be down on yourself. Look at your business and look at your, the way you have it set up and see how it's actually helped you to be where you are. So like that chaotic schedule in a lot of ways was what I needed at the time because I didn't have the ability to sit with myself. And I think as you build your tolerance for sitting with what is, you can actually slowly, slowly eliminate things and strip things and shed parts of your life and your career that were actually coping mechanisms for things that you needed to work out. And you weren't ready to work them out so you didn't have the ability to until you were ready. And so when I look back at my life and I look back at my career and I look back at how I ran things, I have a gratitude for each step in the journey because I see now, in hindsight, how working like that kept me from myself and I didn't have the inner world to navigate it. And so as we work on ourselves and as we get ourselves out of these hamster wheels and these these patterns that are just like so ingrained in us that we just go back and forth, back and forth. Like it's just like the deepest groove in the world that we're living in. We can start to have an appreciation and not be mad at ourselves and down on ourselves and feel shame because ultimately each step leads us to the next one. And so I'm so excited to come back next week and talk more about the journey of an independence life. But I leave you with, I have a brand new freebie. And it's called the pricing form, perfect pricing form. I made it up. So obviously I don't know the name totally yet, but it's sweet. I talk about these different parts of our lives and uh, finances is one of them, but I would love for you to go download it because it's pretty raw and real about how you can restructure your business and get your pricing in a place to allow for living. It's got living in the title, perfect pricing form formula for living you you whatever I I don't know it yet but go click the button and get it because I shared my heart in it so talk to you guys next week have a wave making day